All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're watching Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Ramshack. Your one-stop shop for all things Oilers. These are dark, dark days. Let's get into it. Unfortunately, again with the lead. My boy is broken today. Tyler picked a good week to go on vacation because that means yeah. he doesn't have to talk about this crap every day, does he? Welcome into Oilers Nation every day and into the sports closet studio where you can still buy these. Oh, still not got my camera yeah. deception. <laughs> you can buy these uh, Heritage Classic jerseys. You may remember the Oilers won a hockey game in these jerseys. That was that was a special special time in this city. Um, so yeah, head out to Sports Closet, stay in Albert. <laughs> I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> like, I just, I can't believe what happened last let's night. Let's just talk football but, today. Well, no, we can't because I'm a Detroit Lions fan and I can oh, absolutely yeah. bounce right now too. This is a rough go for you this right now. not good. This is not good for me at all, but welcome to Oilers Nation <laughs> every day. Uh, Egg Milk's here on our Star Mechanical guest line. 20 years. They've had a lot of success in 20 years. Oh, wait, wait. It's not Friday, but hold on. It's Friday, so you know what that means? It's time for the bro down with Bag Milk. <laughs> Happy to be here. It's Thursday. Yeah. I, re- I really needed you here today. Oh, great. <laughs> You're like 8.45 or so. So will you please join me? <laughs> Happy to be here. Oh, so how are you feeling? Sad, yeah. broken, mad, annoyed, irritated, all of fucking furious. Yeah. <laughs> a lot yeah, of emotion. Uh, Broker than yesterday. Which is crazy <laughs> to think of. I I had um I had some optimism this week. I said as like, after they lost to Tampa Bay, I was like, hey, they're they're three and one in the last four. They've actually been pretty good. They were unlucky against Tampa Bay. A couple of bad bounces. Wasn't their game. Look at Florida, and it's like, yeah, you know what. They're three and two. They could have easily won that game. Broberg steps on a stick. Like Eckholm fires a puck up Zach Hyman's backside and then he goes in the back of the net. And he's just like, okay, like, come on. Like, you've got Carolina now. Like, just believe that you can do it because you've proven that you can do it over these past two games. And then they go out and allow four goals in the first period. And the game was essentially done. What was it? There was a thing too, wasn't it? Three goals in like two and a half minutes, something like that. Like, Last night, it felt like the final dagger. Like there was yeah. death by a thousand cuts. Quotes we've already had this season. That was that wasn't a cut. That was that was a jab to the heart. My favorite part was how it all started before the even game even started. 
Yeah. Dude. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Darnell nurse takes that. one of the mush. Stuart Skinner falls down for some reason, slides into the opposition zone. Sam Cosentino's having a great time with it on Sportsnet. <laughs> Good for him. Thank yeah. goodness he got a laugh out of last night. Yeah, I forgot about this. He did did not look pretty. Also, I believe the rule is now changed for wearing helmets. Yeah. Right? So I I, I I asked this last night because if you remember Oilers fans, you've been around a minute, you'll remember Taylor Hall getting his head stepped on by Corey Potter. Yes. The Oilers God then getting injured instituted a mandatory helmet policy that apparently lasted six and a half seconds. <laughs> now the rule is if you came in after the 2019, 2020 season, you have to wear a helmet and warm up. Yes. But before that is grandfathered where it's up to you. So strange. I don't understand that. Like, no, me neither. just put it on. Yeah. Because it, there was the big debate at the start of the season when obviously Connor Bedard didn't wear a helmet for his, his first NHL warm-up. Illegal! He, he, we all thought it was illegal. We thought it was illegal to everyone. <laughs> I had never, I've never noticed Nurse not wearing one. The one that always sticks out to me of recent memory players not wearing one was Zach Cassian. He never wore a bucket in warm-ups. That, that nice shiny dome. Yeah, like, and you knew it was. Right so maybe that's why Nurse does it too because he's I, also bald. I said, what to see, that's with Darnell Nurse. I get going no bucket for extra swag, for maximum swag. Oh, he doesn't even sure. have hair. So there's no extra swag that can happen. And if you're an Edmonton Oiler, we all remember Taylor Hall. Like you just put on the helmet, man. Just put on the helmet. But I mean, take a look at this. Ooh, that's a hockey player right there, man. ladies and gentlemen. Hockey that's a guy. Hockey player. That's how my spirit feels. I wonder how <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt after the first period. Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Twelve rounds with the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, I guess I guess we may as well may as well talk about it. BM. So, what did you think of the first period? What can you say? Effortless. Like, it's crazy. The standing around drives me nuts. The inattention to detail drives me nuts. The lack of back check drives me nuts. The defense, the lack of defensive boxing out. Watch some basketball. Put your elbows up. Box out. I don't know, man. It's just they are broken, broken. So, I'll I'll grab his name here as as I talk about this quickly, but. The, I believe it was the third goal, the one where Broberg kind of bounced out to McLeod and then he deflected off McLeod and ended up in the back of the net for me, whoever that was. Um, but if you look previously, a lot of people were calling out Cody Cece on that play and just talking about like lack of detail and stuff like that. So Cody Cece, you can see it's a little bit before this, so we'll just have to wait for it to come around. But you can see him with his stick like pointing, like rim it, rim it, rim it, right there. You can see him pointing. And then Broberg loses the battle which is nuts that he lost his battle like yep. so easily too. And then he just gets, it's just an absolute cluster and it ends up going out and the mistake again, and it ends up in the back of your own net. Soft and that's the lack of detail that clearly and ev- evidently they had practiced and learned what the Carolina Hurricanes were going to do on the four check. And this gentleman, I I've, can't find his name right now. He said, Kevin. Kevin, probably Kevin. Um, <laughs> Kevin said, that to defend against the Hurricanes on the forecheck, you need to just rim the puck out hard. Clearly, Cody Cece had read the game notes. Philip Broberg got himself in a situation that he couldn't get himself out of, and it ends up in the back of the net, and it just feels like these mental mistakes every single night are what are what killing the Oilers. And I, honestly, we're going to jump right ahead to it, but I hated the third period more than anything I've hated this season. Why? I hated the fact that how much effort they showed, mm-hmm. determination yeah. to actually score some goals. The fact they were actually a really, really good hockey team. Why has it taken so long for this team to show up in moments when they desperately needed to? Like, we're, what are we, 18 games into the season now? And we're done. We are, we're toast. Black toast. We're burnt to the core now. Smell it that? doesn't matter what, what Ken Holland's going to do next. doesn't matter because... They have to do it themselves. He can bring in he can bring in every single player he wanted to, but until this team decides they actually want to play well, <laughs> that was a big comment. That is a uh, don't put that one on the screen. That one is a. I mean, that's a. That I we've got a guy with some issues here. If you want to read it, go to the Facebook. You can, <laughs> yeah. uh, you can read that that comment for wow. yourself. But Liam, I agree, man. Like the third period is classic Edmonton Oilers because forty minutes of Dog nuts. And then 20 minutes of that's the team that I want to see. They were hungry for the puck. They were winning battles. They were shooting the puck on net, throwing it low, getting it on net. You like 
you can't score if you don't shoot the puck. Yeah. Everything was going the right way. Jamal Mayers at the end in the third period said, win or lose. They found something here. This is the formula. It's just loser talk once again, coming from my mouth, but like you saw it in the third there that they have the willingness and the ability to play that type of way, the way they should winning battles. And the fact it's such a cliche of 60 minutes, but I wrote about it's a long time. Evidently three key things is my post game kind of series I've been doing all season. And I said, this game was so weird because in the first period, it was basically done before it was over. Oh, the others were down by three goals with what, like 12 minutes in or something like that. And then you get, the late goal in the second period from at home. Nice play, shorthanded goal. Yeah. Hyman early in the third period. And I tweeted out, don't you tease me. I know. I, I had a, I had a gift as well. Don't give me hope. And they did. They teased me. <laughs> yes. It's like Aaron said, you know, you play like that for 60 minutes. You're going to win a lot of hockey yeah. games. But when you do it for 20, when you're down by four, what are we doing? Here? Shocker. Uh, and, and that <laughs> level of intensity is obviously difficult to keep up for an entire game. But you can take it down a slight notch and still have that level of aggression in your game. Uh, a lot of people in the Finning Cat YouTube chat right now, who, by the way, Finning Cat, great Black Friday sales coming up. So go check, check that out. Check out that out. QR code on Just the top of your screen. Right there. No. Yeah. yeah there you go. There you go. There go you check go. that out. You scan it on your phone. There you go. You can do it while you listen to the show. Um, Daki was in and said, hear me out. The leadership needs to sit down with the younger guys and try and communicate more effectively. Uh, Devin said, oh, sorry, Davin said, we were good in the third though, question mark. Canes were up and didn't give a crap. I think that's a fair argument, but also the Oilers did give it to them in the third period quite a bit right off the bat. And there was a level of determination. So I think it goes both ways. I don't think the Canes are just going to roll over and die and just think, oh, well, they're not going to come back and score four goals. The Oilers do have a lethal offense when it's rolling, which it was somewhat in the third period. They hit the post as well right at the start, didn't they? And Nuge hit a crossbar. Oh. Nuge hit a bar. And it's like they oh. had their chances, but... Both can be true that they may have taken their foot off the pedal and we turned it up. Both can be true. And I think that is what happened. There's a lot of guys gripping the stick, like white knuckling it right now. There was a, a chance. Ryan McLeod, to his credit, although I traded him yesterday, um, <laughs> was great on that shorthanded goal to yep. go back and win back yep. the puck and then get the puck over to Ekholm. Yep. That was great. But I think it would have been in the, it was over the third or the first, whatever it was. He was coming right through the middle, ton of speed, right in the slot, pushes himself out wide. Mm. The shot was there to take. And for whatever reason, he just forced himself wide. There was also Ryan Nugent Hopkins at the start of the game, passed it over to Derek Ryan on that shorthanded chance. Oh, 100%. Where there was the, the no call. When yeah. Derek Ryan got Arguably hooked. a couple on there. Yeah. Derek Ryan got hooked and then also got whacked in the face. And yeah. it's just like, there's a lot you of guys from the start. Yeah. There's a lot of guys that just have no confidence right now. You can tell like last season, Nuge probably buries that chance. He at least shoots. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. now he's there. There's so many guys and it's not just Nuge yeah. that are in their own head. Like Ryan McLeod just looks like a fast guy right now. And that sucks. Cause I had him down for 20 goals this year <laughs> and he's being outscored by Vinny DeHarnay in terms of goals. So like, we need some lucky breaks here. We need people to have one just bounce in off their ass or something. Like, I don't know what's going on, but Zach Hyman, though. Zach it's Hyman. As consistent as they come. He's Kane, uh... you know, there's a guy, there's guys that are at least chipping in with some offense that are supposed to. Connor had four goals in what, his last five now? So he looks more like Connor than he had earlier in the season. Very engaged in the third period. He was a yeah. man determined. Uh, bring Cassie in home. In the Finning Cat YouTube chat said, how about the refing in that game? Don't get me wrong. The boys sucked most of the game, but the refing was pretty wild. No. What did you think of the refing? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, like I they're so cool. inconsistent on what gets called. Like I think about specifically, we mentioned Connor being engaged in the third period, that penalty on Pesci. Oh my goodness. That same thing was not called like 30 seconds earlier. Yeah. Well, and that was the and one. Pesci like, hit the ground so fucking yeah, easily. Like, let's be correct. honest. Uh, yeah. Jack Michaels had my head in an absolute spinner. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, there's a delay penalty. Wait. And oh, wait. There's a graphic come the down. Like, oh, they pulled the goalie. And now the Oilers are going on the PK. Like, what is happening? Uh, I didn't know one people want to talk about the most. So was uh, when Chatfield slew footed McDavid behind him. Yeah. That was a call. You might, Every might, time. Might not want to call it a slew foot, but it's definitely a trip. Was sure. that the one that Jarvis then went down? The and then ice went down the ice, yeah. snuck behind Vincent Dayane somehow, and and got it somehow. Down. Well, no, it's not somehow. Oh. <laughs> so there's the penalty. 
And then I cannot believe this, how easily he just walked right through. Like, come on, man. Yeah, like there's a lack of awareness on the back. Like there's no back check there. Again, Stu needs to save that. There's like, there's so many things wrong with that play, but it starts with a missed call. Like do your job and we get saved a goal there. You know? What do you think of Stu? (laughs) He's he's in the starters crease for tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, isn't it? Yeah, like it wasn't, but again, he could have stopped one. Listen, I'm not saying all four on 13 shots were his fault. Yeah. There was some bad luck in there. There were some weird bounces in there, but ultimately it's his problem. Uh-huh. Yeah. And when you finish with, what was it? Like a 680 or something like that? 667. Hell yeah. Oh God. <laughs> like what, what, what do you do with that? Yeah, exactly. Like I, I'm, I'm saying it today too. Thing is like, okay, going through the goals. The fourth one is probably the one he wants back. The yeah. hundred percent. The other ones were all like backdoor tappings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, not his fault necessarily, no. but certainly his problem. Yeah. It's, I thought Calvin Pickard played really well in relief. The one goal he did allow is one that he has to stop. But like, also, every single Euler, literally every single one of them was stood around my natures. Yeah. Can you pull up that? That was the fifth goal, wasn't it? It's yeah. just like how how is this happening? Like how again? Because this happened just the other day in San Jose. When nobody wants to pick up a guy in the slot, you can see all five Oilers in the shot. You're going to hate it when I pause it. Uh, yeah, please do. Like, how how does that go in? How does that go in? That is a one-on-four chance and the four lost. And, and he, get, and he gets fir- like his own rebound too, no matter, and he just gets it home. I, Liam, last night, I was losing it during this one. I was throwing shit around my house. How can four, five, whatever, four grown men hockey players right there, nobody communicate to each other. If you're not going to take him, you tell somebody else and say, hey, 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 he's right there. You break his stick and half when he gets the rebound. The penalty, like, I don't to. care. Can you, you, do sorry, can you go back and just pause it again? Yeah. Um, the, this is the top line. Leon Dreisaitl was minus four last night. And I'm not calling him out on this, but it's like, again, like you're on the ice for this. Like he moves because he knows that's his guy, but he's so slow. Like people are calling out CC in the chat. It's like, well, CC has a guy there on the back that he has to monitor as well. This is up to a, a forward to make a decision to help the goaltender out here. There's three forwards right there. And there's two Carolina defensemen uh, forwards sorry, behind the goal line. If I'm Leon, that's a forwards play. That's and a forwards I, yeah, if I'm Leon and I look up there, I go, Who's the only person who can hurt me right now? Probably that guy in front of the net as there's no one behind him or around him. You know, it's easier said than done. Like I know that man, this is, this cannot happen in the national hockey league where you're never going to win games. The second period was equally as frustrating on a different (laughs) level compared to the third. third. They had four shots in the second period. Yeah. Like, that's what drives me nuts. Where's the urgency until the third? Like, I don't yeah, get it. I don't get it at all. I don't know why this team has just decided the second period doesn't exist to them. Like every single game, it feels like they're getting absolutely torn. The, the first didn't period. exist either. <laughs> but usually we score at least one or two goals in the first. And then the back half of the first is what lets us down. Oh it was like Lord. The second period, it's just like, do you guys realize like this is a crucial time in the game? Because it happens yeah. to you every single night. <laughs> yeah. Come on. It Those is, 20 minutes don't matter. Those don't matter. It's just wild. Uh, I want to talk about the, as you can see there, what to do next. But before we get to that, I got to tell you about our new friends, Charm Diamond Centers. Charm Diamond Centers is proudly Canadian owned and operated since 1972 with more than 85 locations across the country. The holidays are coming, people. And it's a perfect time to check out a large selection of Canadian lab-grown diamonds, BM. I love diamonds. Me too. Diamonds are girls. I'm wearing a bunch right now. You just can't see it. (laughs) He has diamond sunglasses on like Elton John. Bag milk has grills in his mouth right right now, if you guys can see. (laughs) Like Paul Wall. (laughs) For more information, go to charmcenters.ca. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. All right, gang, listen up. It's time to learn the pro pose. Coach, bend and snap. Beautiful form. Nice arm extension. Facial expression. I could use some work. All right. Let's see it. The pro pose. What's that guy doing? I think that's the bend and snap. That's a whole different deal. Charm. Home of the pro pose. Oh! Yeah, <laughs> have it. Dylan Playfair. Yeah, special cameo right there. Do you remember he was on the Sportsnet broadcast? Because obviously Jim Playfair was his, well, he's his dad. Was and is. (laughs) Both are true. His dad's the guy that threw all the sticks, right? Uh, Yeah, he was. Yeah, he did a little little strip tease there. Yeah, yeah. that was an all-time. He was also with the Oilers for a while. I go, Zach, so, so those notes don't, don't have to look back at those I like that anymore. Liam is still does the handwritten notes as he has a computer. Right I got a, a, well, a computer's a bit slow. You can't trust technology. I'm telling I you. Too like, I also like handwritten notes, to be fair. Like, I'm a big notepad guy, big notebook guy. Yeah. You gotta I'm a whiteboard Get your guy ideas down. At home. So I have a whiteboard in my office. I, I wrote my English diploma on paper. My essay. I wrote it out. I, can't, really? couldn't, I couldn't type fast is enough. Is that just called a diploma in England? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> nice bag move. <laughs> yeah, I, I wrote it out because I couldn't type quick enough and I knew it didn't have enough time. So I just, uh, yeah, I wrote it all down. Um, do you know a good place actually would have been to watch a game last night? would have been Greta. Yeah, because I could have yeah. just gone to play Mario Kart and not watch the hockey game. You didn't have to watch it anymore. That would have been nice. You could have shot some hoops, the football game, Tyler likes. Mm-hmm. You could have taken your left arm, Ski-ball. your right arm, and go grab a drink. Yep. Royal, maybe. I could have just been Bowser. Cruising around, <laughs> bumping people we, off the track. We all got crew cards at Greta too. So yes, we, got we a do. Discount, a little, yes, little something, something. Before we move on, unfortunately, I have to go back to the game one more time. Oh, I'm just God. reading my notes here. I got one other thing. BM, I need your Blue Cross moment of the game. <laughs> it was over. <laughs> yeah, I think when it's over is a is a good one. I'll, no, I'll, I'll I'll give you a real answer. Okay, Aaron mentioned a little earlier. Zach Hyman, you know, since the hat trick in uh, Seattle, I guess that would have been. What a weekend ago, two weeks ago. So, Zach Hyman has been one of the most consistent forwards over the last two weeks. He's scoring goals. He took the team lead in goals last night with his ninth. So, if I'm going to give make a memory, I'd like more of the ones that Zach Hyman is giving me right now, and less of what everybody else is doing. Yeah, he's a guy that's out there, and you're noticing almost every night, right? I think the memory I'll go with. And it's one that gave me some good flashbacks was seeing Connor McDavid fly around the ice in the third period, knowing that he looks to be getting back to full strength here. And hopefully that can start helping turn this team in a positive direction, <laughs> as tough as that was to get out. But Connor McDavid seeing him fly around the ice, that backhand pass to Hyman on the third goal there, where he's like basically on his side, was incredible, incredible play. I think for me, my moments of the game is going to be when Calvin Pickard made that crazy toe save. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, it kept us in that. Like, right when I saw that one, it was, oh, shit, we're in this one. We can do something. Obviously, 
That didn't come true, but guys, I might start Calvin Pickard in the next game. He just looks like a competent, good enough goaltender, which is what we always say. I just need good enough goaltending. He made the saves he needed to make. Sure, probably one of them you could have not had, but yeah, it's 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 better than Stewart's getter right now. So that's that's all where I that's where I sign off. On I kind of kind of thought about Pickard as well. I think he's had two pretty good. Games because also, also he's, go back to Skinner. I think I do poll like, last night. People voted they wanted Pickard. It's like he's playing loose at least right now. Yeah, you know he's kind of coming in there. He goes, listen, I got no expectations on me. Nobody expects anything from me. And he's he what he had a nine twenty nine last night. Something like that. Yeah. So again, I know that one goal he allowed is probably one that you'd want him to stop. But nine twenty nine is so beautiful compared to a six eighty six sixty seven. And again, I can't believe I feel confident with him in the net. I don't feel confident at all with anything. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan Fancy might be our best goalie. Um, Let's just not bring back Jack? Question mark? No, 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 no. no. Keep rolling. Although, shout out to Jack. The game the other night against uh, Henderson Silver Knights. Raphael Lavoie. What a goal. Get that guy on the PP1. <laughs> well, it was interesting that he- guy could do up with the big club. <laughs> it was interesting to hear that like Power Play One had a meeting, pregame meeting. Like they said that on the broadcast, and Leon organized early, a meeting, right? then they scored early on the first chance. So you go, okay. So one thing I won't buy is people, you know, that are saying that the players don't care. Of course either. they care. Yeah. How many close-ups of Connor McDavid's face did we have last night? And the look of pure fury on him. That guy cares. Yeah. And I, I think someone put it out there too, because all you see on Twitter when you're, well, right now, and somewhat granted, I guess, but just when is Leon, when is McDavid's trade request? When's Leon going to leave? Like, where are they going? You see an edit in them in every single. <laughs> Watts told me he saw, saw McDavid in a Harvard Whalers editing jersey Perfect. today. So I still don't think those guys are going to leave. I just think a lot of things need to turn around. And also McDavid still has two years left. I'm not feeling as confident to myself, but at the but same point down in, to them too, until they say no, yeah. then it's all speculation. And it's, but like at the same point, if I was a fan of another, yeah, hundred percent. And that's, I try to ignore it by muting. Yeah, and this is exactly what you're talking about. I saw this 800 times last night. Yeah, just like look at him. That's a guy that cares. He's obviously pissed off. We saw the one where they're fist bumping each other. He and Leon on the bench. It's just pure disaster. Like those guys care and it hurts. And I, like the one thing I won't accept is people saying that they don't or that they've given up. Like, yeah, of course not. not. True. It's not true. So. But what I would say is that there's some kind of black cloud hanging over this team right now <laughs> and it is pouring rain and it will not give up. It's getting, it's getting damp out there, folks. It's yep. Damp. So I guess that kind of sways right into our next conversation. What now? (laughs) So (laughs) I have three questions written down on my paper. Yeah. And we'll review all of them. You still trade the first round pick. Nope. Nope. Absolutely not. Not this one. Next year for sure. Yeah. Next two years. This one top five right now. What are we? Yeah. This one is a lottery pick. Top three pick. So like this year, absolutely not. Next year, year after, see ya. Bye. So long. I like, we need to turn it around. And if the plan is to punch this year, first of all, I feel really bad for Chris Knobloch. I do too. Cause I actually think he's doing a good job. He walked into a situation that was a disaster. I'm not going to begrudge the guy for taking a dream job, coaching in the national hockey league with Connor McDavid. It was not hit. Like I would have said yes to the exact same opportunity, yeah. but where his situation is wild is that obviously the team's a disaster. The fan base still loves the last coach. That is a really greasy spot to be in. And I, I just feel for the guy. Yeah. Cause he's trying to say all the right things in his post game. And he goes, man, that guys are just gripping the stick. It's like, yeah, man, we know that. I think I saw it was your tweet. What do you think Woody's doing right now? He's celebrating. Come on, man. He's, he's, he's sleeping in. in. <laughs> he's sleeping in. He's having cocktails, nice dinners, maybe a charcuterie board for lunch. A little red wine lifestyle. Come on. So this was uh, from Tony Bra today at uh, the other's practice. Now blocks attention to detail on full display during a drill to warm up and get things started. Now block noticed a player go offside over the blue line. Whistle goes, ask the group to start over with direct instructions. Set a tone early, hard, hard practice so far. 
I like that a lot because this team's attention to detail doesn't exist. Every single night you see stupid crap that's going down with this team. It's like you were in the Western conference finals two years ago with Mm -hmm. this same core of players. The culture should be there that this happens, that you can get past all this. You look at the Boston Bruins. Nobody had them in the playoffs last year. They set an NHL record. Nobody had them in the playoffs this year. They've lost one regular season game. Colorado do it every year. Vegas have this culture. The Oilers don't can't find their identity at all compared to the other elite teams in this league. Like Carolina, yes, we we mock them for not having these stars, but every single year they have a very successful regular season and then evidently just drop in the playoffs. But at least they get there to give themselves a chance. I'm getting to the point where I feel like the boys need like Let's just go have fun. Yeah. Go play. They have to go to a club and just go get absolutely mangled together. Go play some hockey. Have fun. You guys are way out of it. The pressure that they're putting on themselves, the pressure from the market, the pressure from the media, just like we got to get this off the shoulders a little bit. Go out and get piled up. Yeah. Maybe commit a crime together. A heist, rob a casino, break and enter somewhere, just kick a door in. You know, that's a good thing. Listen, I've always had this dream. I've had this plan and I'm going to pass it along to the Oilers and to the people in the chat right now where you have all of the boys that are in coveralls with fake purchase orders and you walk into a hotel and you go, I'm here to fix the ice maker and you flash the fake purchase order and they go, oh, oh, I didn't know there was a problem with the ice maker. And then there they are rolling it out the front door. And what do they have? An ice maker for the party we're talking about. It's a heist. They got that ice maker out of there. Now they've got it for the party. Now they're feeling good about themselves. They can rally around it. Yeah. If you know, if you listen to the real life podcast and you know the story of Jay's Otani jersey, I'm not going <laughs> to go over it again, but it's the same kind of thing. And what happened with us that night? We rallied. We had the best time. Did the Angels win? They did not. Wow. I, I, but I'm not allowed to play. Stealing <laughs> yeah. an ice maker for a party is such a good idea. That's, I'm telling you, that's you walk fun in for the whole family. Right? You walk in and cover alls with a fake purchase order. Response. Roll that thing out the front door. No one's going to stop you. Maybe carry a ladder under your arm. Yeah, I just yeah. You know, here's my second question. Go ahead. So, so we're not into committing crimes then. <laughs> well, I mean, oh, I, uh, people in the chat <laughs> are really into it. All right. They, uh, Zachy said they should host a fight club. Yes, that'd be a bad idea. Either. Hey. Either. Listen, don't talk about it. In their own team, he said. I tweeted this last night. Like, I'm half joking, but I'm kind of not. Like, if Leon shed the mitts right now. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Are you telling me that wouldn't get the boys fired up? It would definitely. If if Connor did it, I'm not saying I want it to happen. Like last night would have been a perfect time for a nude fight, where he just grabs Sebastian Ajo and fills his face, whether he wants to or not. The, another positive somewhat out of this, I shouldn't say another because it's very few. <laughs> when the Colorado Avalanche really, really bad that one year and then got Kale McCall. <laughs> yep. Yep. They kept the core together. They kept the coach. Like the hiccup in the road. I think this team is still somewhat good. They just got to figure it out. I don't know. Next Figure question. it out next year. Next question. Do they, still again, need, do they still need a goalie? Of course. Do they though? Well, do they not? I'm sitting here wondering, do they not? Because there's so much going wrong in front of them. I wonder what bringing in a new goalie would even do. I just feel like somebody who's playing loose, somebody who's playing with some confidence coming in just that, to stop pucks. That would definitely help. I think you just keep picking around then. Just keep picking so I'm around. I'm that too. And then I think you've got to address so many other things in front of the goalie before you even get there. Like I'm just, I'm just watching the game last night and we, we reviewed it already, but like, Stu's not stopping the first. I don't think any goalie in the league stopping the first. It's a no. wide open game. No, no, no. The second one is a two on one, which the guy fanned on and still managed to score on. The third one is, uh, what was the third Tara one? Terravine. The Broberg one by the net. The Broberg one. Yeah. yeah so Softy. That's a tap in. The fourth one is probably the one you want to stop, or also no, you. He needs to stop. That. But you're also one on one with a player, too. Like you need that safe. Also, you've just allowed three. So in this scenario, it's like, how can you even be mad at this guy? I just wonder, yeah, oh like, how about they tighten things up in front of the goalie first, get an actual system in play, and then you go and get your goalie? I think that, to, like, you're right. Yeah. But I think that to get loose or like tighten it up in the D, they need to loosen up what's going on between their ears because there's just like, they are so tense right now. They're playing not to lose as opposed to playing to win. Uh, Riley said, disagree, Liam. The logic of goalie isn't the only problem. 
So let's not solve any problems doesn't help. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the problems, there's problems in front which need to be addressed before you like you even bother with the goalie. Like then what's the point? And like that? is There's Peter Morazic gonna like, come in look, here and match? And that's the thing. Like this Frank had an article yesterday, and the number one guy on his list was James Reimer, which he's he's doing he's, fine in Detroit. He's but a like, good goalie. He's I'm, fine. He's a he's a backup. Yeah, that's all he is. And I'm just wondering, like, look at James Reimer. Like all those numbers are good. Mackenzie Blackwood would probably come in and do a good job. I actually think all those goalies would come in and do a good job. But the others defensively are so bad that it might not even matter. So you're just wasting assets for, for what? When you could just play pick and question makes sense. Yeah, we got coffee on the bench. Can he play? <laughs> One, can he play? Get out there, pal. Two, is it time to get Grand Fear on the bench? Hey, maybe Mark Messier, we rally the troops. We get them all back there and all of them are wearing all of their rings on one hand. Yes. Just so you know, just well, so you know, we go even harder into the old boys club. <laughs> Listen, hey. it's our only choice. Now we got to get weird. I'm the, fresh out of options. Glenn Anderson is the new uh, general manager for the Powell river, whatever they're called Kings. I think now he's the new general manager of the Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> we might need a new general manager. So, so I guess, to end this little bit of a topic here, what would your shopping list be if you had to pick th- three positions? Or what would you, eh, let's say, call it to do list, not a shopping list. So, one, I think going back to last summer, I'm not happy with the defensive makeup. Me neither. I'm going to say, like, I know a lot of people are pointing at Evan Bouchard right now, and I understand it because of the defensive gaps, but clearly he's an elite offensive defense. Yes. Right. But the option, the best option for him is to limit his five on five playing minutes and then bump him up more on power play if it's possible. However, your options of who you give those minutes to are so limited. You, you're not going to give more to Vincent DeHarnay. Who doesn't deserve them either. Like Cody Cece has been the best right-handed defenseman just like overall in terms of defending. I feel like he's being a bit underappreciated. I agree a hundred percent. He's having a pretty good, but season. when your right side is Bouchard, CC, Deharnay, your options are kind of limited. We need to upgrade that right side. And then somehow. yesterday it was Kulak up there who got moved up to the right side. And Liam, it sucks to say he did not have a good game at didn't all. Have, didn't have a good game. That's yeah, like, it's, uh, you got to have people properly slotted on D that's number one on my, on my shopping list. Can you make it happen? I don't think so. Because the reality is, unfortunately, every other team is going to throw grenades at us. They're not throwing life at us. And we knew this all summer that right D, right shot, right D defenseman, that's going to be the thing we need. They do not grow off trees. That's why we had to get a Matthias Ekholm last year. What do you guys think of Ekholm? He's starting to play better. Because like he obviously missed all of training camp in the preseason. That that looks slow. I mean, the the boots are a little slow. slow. But like he is looking more like Matthias Ekholm. Which is good, but again, okay. Like you get a passable grade amongst yeah. a crew full of morons. Like <laughs> <laughs> it is what it's it is. So true. He's less moronic than the other morons. Yeah, like, and I, I'm just salty today, really. But like, ultimately, if, going back to your question, the shopping list is you got to find upgrades on D. Yeah, you got to find an upgrading goal. Can you do that? I, I don't know. Because I guarantee if we were to listen to Ken Holland's phone, even if he's allowed to answer it, <laughs> if we were listening in, people would probably throw like the worst trade options at him. It's like, yeah, we'll give you James Reimer, but you got to give us Evan Bouchard back or something. And you're like, well, no. They're like, yeah, that's so lucky. Hang up the phone. It's, it's getting to the point where they have to change their approach, it feels like, to these phone calls. Like they need to almost turn into retoolers. And just adjust and just like you can do that. God, we sound like the Vancouver Canucks. Oh God. I don't like that. <laughs> they did retool. I, they did. They did. And you know what? They but now you look at, so like, it's interesting you mentioned the Canucks because right now they're starting to struggle a little bit because you see the numbers that were sky high starting to normalize a little bit. Whereas the Oilers are ground level low the and worst. none of those are coming up. <laughs> It's wild. Yesterday on the panel in the first intermission, it was Gazdick and I forget who the other guy is there, but they were talking. He was baffled being like, I have never seen anything like this in my life to before the game starts to the game starts. The first goal goes off two sets of legs. Yeah. And yeah. It, Darnell's face breaks. Stuart Skinner does whatever that was at that. Like it's, it's, it's insane. It is crazy. I've never seen it. 
they're just playing so tight. I think like if I'm Chris Knobloch, I just go, you know what, boys? Who gives a fuck what happens on Friday? Go and have some fun. You're playing a legend. Watch him. Yeah. Obi's very good at hockey. It has been for a long time, but you're playing against a legend. Go and enjoy it. Have some fun. Otherwise, these guys are just so tight that it's just it, they're in their own head from the time the puck drops until the final buzzer goes. Or in, in case last night, it's too late to make a difference. Yeah. Before we move on to my final question, we got to talk about the um, the Pack the Nation truck. That's for the right. Food Bank Drive presented by Sherwood Ford the Giant. Food banks in Edmonton and surrounding areas are more in need than ever, especially with the holidays just around the corner. Corner. So basically, you can go and donate some food to a bunch of our sponsors. You yeah. can go into places. There's Sherwood Ford, obviously in Sherwood Park, uh, Will Hawk Beef Jerky in Leduc. I'm sure you could probably even go into West Ed and maybe help out there. Maybe I shouldn't put that out there, but either way. Um, it's not in the fine print. Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to think how we can just get this moving as much as we can to get as much food as we can. Sports Closet, St. Albert Mall, Shore Park Mall, Greta, obviously downtown, and also Dog Patch and Bread and Butter That's here. Right. So, Drum, even, right below me. Even right, if it's right a now. can of soup, whatever it is, everything matters. So, want to get on that? As like I said, and we talked forward. yesterday. Sorry, we're, we're, sorry, we're going to pack the nation truck. Yes. It's Tyler's truck. Come up with some ideas of funny things I can leave inside of Tyler's truck that he will not notice until like like a month from now. And then he's like, how did this get in here? And then I show him this very clip that everybody in the chat helped me out. Think of something funny and a little bit smelly. So that's Sherwood Ford, Wilhock Beef Jerky in Leduc, Sports Closet in St. Albert and Sherwood Park Mall, Greta, Yegg, Dog Patch and Bread and Butter. I'm going to bring some soup. Yeah, I think this is, uh, I mean, the Edmonton Food Bank, we're going into the season where they really need some help. So it's important that we've got some boxes set up. And I think it's important for all of us that we try and help. If you don't have non-perishables, also feel free to make a donation right through the website. The Edmonton Food Bank can make dollars stretch a lot further than just you and I can at a grocery store. So that's another option for you if you don't, if you're not around the city and you still want to help. There you go. Multiple options to, to help to a good cause. My last question. Unfortunately, it's not going to be good for this man. Ken Holland's future. Should they just boot his ass right now? Yeah. I think they should too. I said this when they fired Woodcroft. What is the point? Jeff Jackson came in here and he said, we are going to be the best organization in every single department. Is it fair to say we haven't seen that at all? And you could ironically (laughs) say he fired the best coach in the NHL? Well, that's the thing where... I'm having a hard time. And again, go back to my three key things article on OilersNation.com. Just I'm having a hard time trusting the management group to get us out of the mess they've created, given that their first play on the season to fire Woody has not worked. And again, I'm not taking shots at Chris Knobloch at all. I'm team Nobby. I'm in. I'm not looking back too. too much, but ultimately the first choice they made on the season has been a bad one. So why should I as an Oilers fan or both of you or everybody in the chat feel like, yeah, these guys can fix this out. They can sort it out. No problem. Ken Holland specifically, he's been here five years. He's collected $25 million in salary. Well, 24 and change because obviously this year is not done, but he's collected $25 million in salary. And a lot of the issues on the ice are because of his mismanagement of the cap, albeit flat. I understand that. Everyone else, but like everybody else did it. Colorado did it. Vegas did it. Tampa did it. So here's the thing. Like you shave off 3 million bucks off Darnell nurse's contract. And again, I'm not going to hang on nurse. I actually think that he's been very good for us. Generally speaking, most of the year, but an extra 3 million bucks to put somewhere else on the defense that go a long way right now. Yeah, I I completely agree. I I have no belief that this management team is, is going to do anything. And I just, people were saying when, when Wordcraft was fired, that it was like, well, Holland can be on the phones and use his connections. You have got to be kidding me. If you don't think the next GM, whoever it may be, also wouldn't get the same phone book. I don't care what they Ken Holland connections has. Fine. Okay. They can call teams around the league still. And like and Jeff Jackson, you were a super agent. You have exactly. everybody's numbers yourself. There's no excuse for Holland that's to be the criteria anymore. for the job, I will just start sleuthing and hacking and I'll get everybody's phone numbers. It's ridiculous. I can call people. I call people every day. 
Illinois for Alterson. I heard it yesterday. <laughs> I'll straight up steal Saravali's phone. He's got them all in there. Maybe Frank <laughs> would be a GM. Could Frank be the GM. I, I just think it's so ironic again that Jeff Jackson came in here and said, we're going to be the best in everything. It's okay. You came in and you hired that new analytics guy. We haven't used it yet. You fired Jay Woodcroft to have the best win percentage this team has ever had from a coach. Jeremy Cooper's gone. <laughs> Your Jeremy Cooper's gone. Your power play is horrendous most nights. Which is weird, though. Which is weird. It is weird. Your team has gone from one of the best in the league to 31st. Almost everything Jeff Jackson has touched, and I'm not blaming him, has gone this way. And okay. nothing is going this way. And I don't, don't think it's his fault because he can only do so much. Certainly his problem. But it is definitely his problem. And what is he going to do? Like, what are you going to do, Jeff Jackson? You come in here and you sit in that press conference and you barely mutter a word after you just fired a coach everybody loved. Ken Holland would have never in a million years hired Paul Coffey. Never, ever. That was not. I don't think he would have fired Woodcroft. I don't think he would have either. He's fired one coach during the season and that was Dave Tippett. And that happened in February. Do you think we'd be in a different position with Woodcroft right now? Do you think this team is just... I don't know that we'd be in a different position, but they've already played that card. You can't play that card again. Like, it's on the table. Like, what are you going to do? Fire Chris Knobloch now? You can't. So this is for me, right? Is I got trouble thinking. I'm like, so this regime, these executives decided that, okay, this wasn't working. So this was their fix. This was their call. I think, I mean, we're only a couple games after... I can clearly see that. I don't think coaching was the problem. It's guys on the ice. So now the executives are going to have to fix their attempted fix. And I have no, I had no confidence in the initial fix. And now I'm supposed to believe that they can fix that fix. That's man. This is getting, this is getting out of control here. There was another thing that drove me a little bit nuts the other day. So Chris Knobloch was brought in because Jeff Jackson had the relationship with him or whatever, right? Going back to junior, he had a bunch of his clients. Now, next thing you know, Dave Gagne's reportedly in the running to be the next GM is that no, Jeff Jackson, you can not just hire your friends for every position you want them to be in. There needs to be a process to this. And obviously we're getting ahead of it a little bit with Dave Gagne. I'm sure there will be an interview process, but if ultimately he's the GM, I think that is a huge mistake too. I don't know anything about this guy, but there needs to be guys in positions who can execute on things. It's going to make the Sam Gagne extension easier. Oh, like, oh my goodness. He'll take a team friendly. Like we see it. We've sat here and complained for years about the old, the old boys club. Is this just not the equivalent without the name? Yeah, of course. Of Jeff Jackson, just picking these friends wherever they need to go. But that's ultimately also a problem with firing Ken Holland right now is the best pool of available general, general managers aren't going to be around until the season's over. So, you could bring, you could just, I guess you could just stick Keith Gretzky back in that chair. He's done it before. Yeah. Is that the move? I don't personally believe so, but ultimately I think that firing Ken Holland needs to happen. Even just for the fan base. Like I think so too, man, it's grim, but like ultimately you can't find a replacement until everyone's available. Teams are just not going to let you talk to their people right now. Yeah, and I guess that's the flip side of it, isn't it? And probably, ultimately, probably why they haven't got rid of Ken Holland yet. But either way, we all know he's not here. That he's going to make a sick trade deadline deal like last year. And like, okay, we'll keep him around for that. And then I'm like, why? We're, <laughs> we're not, we don't need a trade deadline deal right now. Do you know what? It just irritates me the most about these deadline deals. And in the moment, they're great. And I'm not, I'm not taking that away from Holland. I think relatively he has done a good job making trades. But I feel like a lot of teams, you look at Tampa Bay and they go out and get a Brandon Hagel midseason yeah. and they go and get a Tanner Janot. They are adding to already their strong group because yep. they've been able to fill the holes in the offseason. Now they're just getting stronger. Ken Holland every single year fills holes. He doesn't make the team stronger. Does yeah, that make same sense? Group. Yeah. Same group. Like same his thing. big move was Connor Brown this year. And unfortunately, Connor Brown hasn't done anything. Which sucks. He's on the set skating on the second line today. Okay. <laughs> you have zero points this season. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, you know, that's a $4 million whiff. And unfortunately, Connor Brown didn't play last year. So on our part, it was probably unreasonable to expect that he'd walk in here and contribute from the jump. That's a lot of time to miss, especially in the best league on earth. But man, like that's 4 million bucks that now you look at it today on the 23rd of November and you go, might as well have lit it on fire. <laughs> Oh, golly. Well, let's turn this into a positive. It's a bad day. It's a bad day. 
Let's talk about our generous uh, generous guy of the week brought to you by <laughs> Crown Royal. <laughs> Ding dong. Ding dong, Crown Royal. The generous guy. Generosity lives in the small things. Aaron, do you have a, a generous guy for this week? <laughs> I, I can jump in quickly. Yeah, I got one too. I wasn't done yet. No, you go first. You go first, Bengal. <laughs> The generous guy, generous gal of the week, without question, is Oilers fans. Because no matter what's going on on the ice, you can see it on Twitter, you can see it in the chat right now for this show, they're still engaged in a team that is giving them nothing. Mm -hmm. And we all thought they were going to be cup contenders this year, or at least pretty fucking good. So to have it go this way and have everybody still in the mix, still watching the show, still chiming in on the chat, all of you are the stars here. All of you are the generous guys and gals. And without you, none of it works, including the team on the ice. So all of you deserve a lot of credit for sticking this through. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Mainlander Tim says that was beautiful. Skinner is a generous guy, giving away goals. Well, of course. <laughs> I give my generous guy to uh, Calvin Pickard. I haven't played in the NHL since 2021. Came in against Florida and gave the Oilers a, a great opportunity to win that hockey game. I think last night too, he came in and, and gave the Oilers a chance to at least crawl them way back into the game. So Calvin Pickard, my generous guy. Aaron, what do you got? I got, I've been nominated for by two here in the chat. <laughs> Shout out Davin. I like from Dacky. Generous guy is Aaron. He grinds harder than anyone in Oilers media and hasn't even had to make an apology video <laughs> yet. It's coming. Don't worry. It's coming. Uh, my generous guy, I'm going to go Nation Dan because oh, he yeah. came and he joined us on the show the other day and he did such a good job. Everybody here in the chat, they loved him. So I'm bringing him on pre-gaming tomorrow right. at 12 o'clock during the day. Let's get some more Dan. Let's get some more Dan takes. He's got good, clear, concise takes. And I just need fresh energy because I need to, I need to do something different. I gotta start I gotta start just pounding Crown Royal on these shows <laughs> to do something different. Tomorrow's a middle of the day game, so who knows? We'll see. There you go. Crown Royal generous guy. Generosity lives in the small things. It doesn't need money or an audience or even acknowledgement. It just needs a few good people. Crown Royal, crown everything. You won't find any grand gestures or flashy displays of generosity here. Million dollar donations are named on a hospital wing. That's not the only way generosity lives. It doesn't need money or an audience or even acknowledgement. It just needs good people to be good to people. There's no one way to be generous. There are endless ways. And there's a crown for every one of them. I have generous it. crown royal. Be generous, everybody. Uh, Black Rock, Black Friday sale, blackout collection at Nation Gear again. Limited edition. Limited edition. There's a finite number of shirts, tees, toques on sale. This is one of those ones where if you wait, if you delay, if you want some of our stuff and you've never got it before, it's going to be gone. And then they're gone until next year. So if you want to grab Black Friday stuff, the Blackout Collection, this is your only time to do it. We don't bring it back and there's a finite amount. So get yourself something, beautify yourself, sexify your wardrobe, nationgear.ca. It's going to be good. I'm there very, very excited about it. Yeah, black, the, the Blackout gear is sick. Very, year. very nice. Uh, if you spend 200 bucks, um, you're free shipping. There you go. Started at noon. So we're 51 minutes into this thing. So get over there right after we finish the show, though. Don't leave yet. Mm -hmm. All right. What else we got here? The menu tonight, no NHL games because why would you do that on a on a holiday? Um, I got football to watch. I'm, I'm not thinking about hockey. I'm broken. <laughs> the menu brought to you by DoorDash. Ding dong. Ding dong. Nation 25 promo code. All caps on that too. Mm. You want to go use them. Three NFL games today. One of them happening right now. How's it going? Wish it was going better. <laughs> Green Bay is up 29 to 14 to the Lions with three minutes and 30 seconds to go God, Liam. in the third. Not ideal, but then we have the Washington Commanders, Dallas Cowboys at 230, and then the 49ers and Seahawks at 620 tonight. So Thanksgiving always pretty good. Uh, no show tomorrow, but obviously the others play. We'll have a watch along 
Aaron, I'll have pregame with Boardsy and we'll also have After Dark, which will be with probably a couple of cast yeah, members. We, we all know. It's whoever I after the watch Whoever party. sits on the chairs here, I guess, after yeah. the after first the game. First come, first serve. Yeah. So there you go. Dolphins, Jets tomorrow too during the others game. So you won't be able to watch it because you'll be watching us on the Others Nation YouTube from 1 to 3.30-ish? Yeah, roughly. roughly. Somewhere around that. We'll be in and out. There'll be I always, I always say After Dark starts usually 3-ish hours. Yeah. After. So on the watch along, I'll be there for sure. Aaron will be there. I believe Coombe will be there. Coombe will be there. Kennedy will be there. Kennedy, Dan. There'll be a bunch of us. Yep. Gang's all here. Gang's all here. Gang's all here. Moving along. Wendy's. We got the Survivor game over at dailyfaceoff.com. I got kicked out early this week. I lost on the opening day. Yeah, as did I. (laughs) I bet Elias Pettersson one point against San Jose Shot. I also did that. How did they not? How did he not get one? All I want is a barbecue bacon cheeseburger. I know, and I, but I want, I want. I want to. But win I want. It. But I want to earn it. <laughs> yeah, I want to earn it. I want to win it. Like, and to get knocked out on day one is very, very troubling. Uh, do you know the worst part about this? So we did that one on the show, and I said I'm not betting on an Oilers one because it was McDavid one and a half points, and Jay said that I'm going down with the Oilers ship, and I'm going McDavid one and a half points. And what did he do? Scored two goals against Florida Panthers and moved Jay along in the competition. <laughs> you can play every week, so even if you're out this week, you can just go and play. Mondays and prepare for that. Do a little bit of research. But Aaron, do we have the picks for today? We sure do. Let's see what we've got here. So the Anaheim Ducks over. Oh, uh, this would be one power play. This would be for Friday, right? Because there's no hockey. Oh, right. Yes, of course. I was thinking, (laughs) why wouldn't this be for today? Man, some of these are tough. I know. I know. What do? What would you go with? I think of all of these, I I don't particularly like any of them, to be honest. But if I'm going to go, I'm going to go Kyle Connor over a half goal. That's under. 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 I know. Okay, never mind. I'm off that one. I might go Sid. I might go Jared McCann. It's like the only one that's like really playable. You know what? Actually, Sid is on fire. Sid's on fire. So I don't like, I don't mind that one, I should say. Um, the Senators are so inconsistent. I'm going to go Islanders win because yeah. it's random. That was the one I was thinking of too. I would go Crosby or Islanders. Aaron, where are you going? Crosby. He's a legend. You you ride that. He's so good still, man. His numbers, he's over a point per game. I hope he never leaves the league. There's, it'll be a sad, sad day when Sid the kid. Not, Sid the is a kid. 36-year-old man or whatever now. <laughs> The um, there's multiple times through Crosby's career in Pittsburgh that they missed the playoffs too. Luckily, they have three Stanley Cup rings now to back it up. But <laughs> happens, I guess. Last one. <laughs> <laughs> that way, nineteen points. Please bet responsibly, as we said. No NHL games today, but you could bounce some football. I did. I bet uh, the Lions. Live comeback. Hopefully that one. I, I had the Lions before and then I come in here yeah. and I see they're down and I'm like, Liam, we live bet in the comeback. We did. I did. Uh, Jameson, we Willi- again? Jameson William touchdown. No, I got to save a little bit of dough for the other games. <laughs> Jameson William touchdown on the mod St. Brown touchdown. I believe David Montgomery just got a touchdown to the 7.1. So what is that look in your face? All good. That's I'm on, I'm on Ross St. Brown. That's sick. That's you good. just got a touchdown. I, I, that's right. Oh, well, way. Two more football games to come. Any oh, final no. words, BM, before we wrap up the show? And I thank our sponsors. Thank you to the sponsors. Thank you to the sponsors. <laughs> Star Mechanical, Spinning Cat, Nation Gear. Like I said, the deal started about an hour ago. So go get your blackout gear. Sherwood Ford in the food bank. Don't forget about that one. You can see, uh, I think you tweeted out the other day, BM, right? Of the locations. Yeah. So you can go find out on BM's Twitter yep. as well. I'm sure it's on, the, it's on the ON Twitter as well. I'm somewhere. shadow banned, so you might not be able to find it. <laughs> I know, man. Every time I it's try and search nightmare. you for these shows, I'm like, oh, that's right. He's banned again. That's right. <laughs> I shit on Twitter blue like four months ago, and it's been since then. <laughs> Ground Royal. Gold Ash. Right up. I need a drink tonight. Why? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Alberta Blue Cross <laughs> Sports Closet Betway and our new friends Charm Diamond Centers Final words Aaron or are we good to go? See you tomorrow <laughs> See you tomorrow everybody Actually you won't see me tomorrow Not on this show anyway Yeah. Goodbye <laughs> <laughs> See you everybody pre-gaming tomorrow noon not Tyler Forzy. Let's go. Thank you for watching Oilers Nation every day. Hit the subscribe button to never miss a show. And for more, visit OilersNation.com. 
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.